0: Good morning, everybody. And we are back on the Engine Builder Show. On our topic today, Gabe will be talking about how to stop being the biggest bottleneck in your company. If you feel that, Gabe has the answer. Enjoy the show. Thank you, everybody. Good morning, everybody. There was always a time to learn. Good morning, everyone. Happy Cinco de Mayo if you're watching live. And I appreciate whenever you're taking time to tune in and, and watch this um, or listen to the to the podcast, the audio podcast. Uh, as Jethro said, we're gonna talk about how you can stop being the biggest bottleneck in your company. And this is something that at every stage of business um, and, and many different points in my entrepreneurial journey, I've had to kind of reevaluate this and, and relearn where I need to optimize and improve in this area. Uh, because it's really common Um, it's been common for me i've seen it it, often with other entrepreneurs that i've been working with and coaching and and helping as well it's really common that we unintentionally become the biggest bottleneck in our company and it's it's something that if we're consistent and we work through we can effectively remove ourselves from being that bottleneck but it takes intention it takes focus and it takes a process I believe that often we become the bottleneck because, um, one there's plenty of times when you're starting a business, it's just, you you're in startup mode, you're doing all, all the things yourself, um, all the work yourself. And so that's normal and healthy when you're a team of one. But when you transition to having other team members, um, having vendors and freelancers and other folks get involved, uh, then your behavior has to shift and change. And if we don't identify that behavior shift that has to occur then we start operating the same way, but expecting different results, which is insanity, right? We, we don't want to do that. And so uh, the other reason that I think it's, it's common that we become the bottleneck in our businesses is because we, although we feel like in our head, we have a really clear vision of where we're going in reality, I know for me, I've done this so many times ineffectively, and it's something that I work on a lot now. Is a lot of times we have that vision in our head that we think is clear, but since we haven't taken time to talk it through, write it out, and document it, and then clearly and effectively communicate that vision on a consistent basis to our team, then what happens is, you know, we all we do is confuse them. Um, We get frustrated because we're not getting results, and then we take work on it ourselves. And it really all stems from lack of, you know, cluster crystal clear communication um, that, you know, shares the vision of where we're going. So those are a couple of reasons why, um, you know, you can become a bottleneck. Um, Other other issues uh, that I see as well are when, again, I've had this in seasons of my business. I've seen it way too many times with clients that I coach and work with too. It's just a natural thing to fall into. But when we, when we haven't been clear about that vision for ourselves and really documented it, then there's a lot of anxiety and fear around things. And so we tend to want to control and hold on to things and say, oh, I'll just take care of that myself. And that comes from a lack of trusting in other people. Um, it comes from a, an ineffective mindset that that we have in that, in that moment or that season where we're thinking, oh, I'm the only one that can really do this well, or nobody can do this better than me. Um, and those just aren't, those aren't true and accurate. And you also just limit your leverage and your potential when you operate that way. So being controlling, um, and not letting go of things is another, another cause for being a bottleneck, which all it does is diminish your, your output, your results, and your growth as a company. And it often will just burn you out and cause massive, uh, you know, other, other problems that become pretty massive as well. So in order to stop being the bottleneck, um, in your company and stop being the biggest problem... Because um, as as entrepreneurs, we are often the greatest solution and the greatest problem um, is simultaneously if we're not careful. Um, <clears throat> yeah, As, as uh, yeah, it's definitely um, it's happened to me so many times. It's something that I continually work on. And it And so in order to get out of the that pattern of being the bottleneck and causing problems, one of the first things to do is clearly document how you do things, because. Part of um, that anxiety that we have as entrepreneurs and part of the reason why we don't delegate is because we're not trusting somebody else to do it as well as we do it. And that comes from us not being, you know, not documenting how we do it, not being clear in the results we want and just not having our clarity around the, the work that we're doing. Often when we do that, when we clearly document things, then we can see gaps in our own process and it brings a little bit of humility to our perspective, which is important because there have been dozens upon dozens of times where I have thought, oh, I'm the only person that can do that, which is ineffective. That's not an accurate statement in so many cases. And then when I do actually sit down to document it um, and then I move on to delegating it, I see that my team does a significantly better job than I was doing. So the, again, the first step is clearly document how you do things. So you have a reference point that you can guide and coach from that then um, delegate it you know hand it off and one of the things that I really try to practice on a daily basis and I would say out of five days a week you know when I'm trying to do this realistically I probably am successful um, two to three days a week but that's still better than none um, I try to delegate something every single day and if I do that it gets me in the habit of delegating. And it keeps my delegation kind of, you know, uh, muscle memory fresh, right? It it reminds me how to do that because at every stage of growth and business and every season you're in, in, you know, I've seen to be the case for myself and for the folks that I get to work with that you have to relearn to delegate. You have to delegate at a new level. You have to let go of something new you never thought you'd let go of. Um, And so that second step of delegating what you've documented um, and doing it, you know, trying to delegate and offload on a daily basis that will allow you to use the rule of eight and 64 um, that, I, that I've talked about on the show. And that is in eight hours, you can accomplish eight hours of worth of work if you do it all yourself. Or you could spend in each one of those hours, so you have eight hours and you could delegate to one person and then you would have delegated to eight people and you would you know, have the potential to accomplish 64 hours of work in a day instead of doing it all yourself and only getting eight hours of work done. So that delegation is just really key. And it's something we have to continually remind ourselves of. The delegation is going to be what sets us free and also empowers our team and stops us from being the bottleneck. Uh, The third step is once you do delegate, something is to make sure that you coach the person that you delegated, um, give them guidance, but let them fail. Uh, Don't step in, and you know, step in too fast. Um, I, it's really you know not wise in my experience to step in unless it's something that's really going to cause a big negative impact on the business or that person. Um, then yes, there are times to step in, but generally speaking, we step in way too fast, and it's more effective for us to allow the team member to go through the challenges, allow the person we're delegating to to, to try and fail, because then that allows them to actually learn and grow we don't really learn until we struggle and we fail and we fall down and we don't do what we wanted to do. That's how we experience that pain and discomfort. We have some anxiety, we go through the challenges and issues. And then after we do that, then we're able to learn again and be stronger. And so just like when you're teaching a kid to ride a bike, when you're watching a toddler learn to walk, um, we could look at so many examples in our lives and in nature in general, it's important to you know, let the person fail at what they're t- attempting to do because then they actually learn and grow. The reason that I've been able to g- grow rapidly um, and, and grow a, a couple multimillion dollar businesses at this point um, is because I failed a ton. and I failed really rapidly. And so I would encourage you as the leader, as the entrepreneurs, don't take that gift away from the team um, that you're leading, from the people that you're trying to serve and help. Allow them to fail give them guidance and coaching. And that's what's going to not only make them stronger in their role, but it's going to make your organization as a whole much stronger. And so those are the things to keep in mind when you want to um, eliminate yourself as being the bottleneck, the troublemaker, or the the person that's holding all the the keys to things when you shouldn't. Um, Clearly document how you do things and get in the habit of doing that. So it's something that you do consistently. Uh, delegate on a daily basis. So you're letting go of things and letting other team members take it on. If somebody can do something 60, 70%, um, there's some people say 80%, but I think even 60 or 70%, if somebody can do something that you do at a 60 or 70% level, it's well worth delegating to them, testing it with them and seeing um, what they can do because they can grow and they can focus on that and, and take it away from you. And then when you do delegate, coach the team member, coach the person you're delegating to, Give them guidance, but do not step in too often or too too quickly. Let them fail. That's how they're going to learn and that's how they're going to become stronger in their role. And you'll be able to trust them with more and delegate even more important things to them. So if you do those things, it will allow you to stop being the bottleneck um, and it will help you grow your company. If you need any resources on this front, um, there's things that we use that are really effective that I'm happy to share. I have partners who um, really help uh, a lot in this area. I have a lot of resources um, that I can share with you. And you can reach out at businessmarketingengine.com. And I appreciate you taking time to tune in today. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow on the show.